0: Hi, and welcome to another episode of The Savvy Psychologist. I am your host, Dr. Ellen Hendrickson, and every week I'll help you meet life's challenges with evidence-based research, a sympathetic ear, and zero judgment. So at long last, introverts are having their day. Because over the last few years, being quiet and interdirected has become not only acceptable, but downright trendy. But introversion often gets mistaken. For its more restrictive, self conscious, but treatable cousin, social anxiety. And this confusion happens in two ways. First, the two terms often get used interchangeably. And then, secondly, social anxiety mistakenly gets thought of as an extreme form of introversion. But while you can definitely be a socially anxious introvert, you can also be a socially anxious extrovert. For example, you may really want to go to the bar with your coworkers. But worry they actually don't want you there. Or you may crave company, but obsess about the possibility you'll say something stupid. So the two terms are actually quite different. Far from being a psychological tomato, tomato, the two are more like apple and orange. And this week, we'll talk about five big differences. So let's start with difference number one. So you were born an introvert, but you were made socially anxious. Introversion is a trait meaning it's part of your inborn personality. With social anxiety, while you may carry a predisposition towards it, you didn't come out of the womb with it. Likely, a lot of learning went into its development. So, for example, maybe some early social rejection taught you that peers are mean and critical. Or maybe your parents taught you never to ask for help because people will judge you. Or maybe being the center of attention as a kid made you so uncomfortable you've avoided it ever since never had the opportunity to learn you could handle it just fine. So the good news is that you can unlearn or relearn those early lessons about people being judgy, disapproving, or critical. Difference number two. With introversion, solitude makes you feel good. With social anxiety, it just makes you less anxious. So this is a fine distinction, so let's look a little closer. Introverts gain energy by being alone one-to-one, or in a small group of trusted confidants. If you're an introvert, being in solitude is refreshing and recharges your batteries. Now, by contrast, social anxiety is driven by fear. Being alone makes you less anxious, which might feel good, but it's more of a sense of relief than happiness. And you may tell yourself, I don't care about going to that party or turning down that invitation, but deep down, avoiding people makes you lonely or insecure but that drive to make anxiety go away is strong. So you may avoid events you would actually like to go to for fear of making a fool of yourself, getting rejected, or just feeling awkward. Difference number three, with social anxiety, you feel incapable. You think you don't have anything to say, you won't know what to say, and you assume that people will overlook or misunderstand you anyway. By contrast, with introversion, you feel pretty confident about your social skills and can turn them on if you need to. And even though it might take some effort to be on, you can recharge by reading a book on the couch the next day or going out to brunch with just your best friend. Difference number four. Introverts and socially anxious individuals both care what other people think, but on differing levels. Okay, let's be honest. No matter your personality, you care what people think. At least the people you love, and respect. I know, I know, every chart-topping mega hit from Shake It Off to Let It Go to Roar tells you to be yourself and not let others' opinions hold you back. But if you really didn't care what anybody thought, you'd be a psychopath. We're social animals, so of course we care what people who matter to us think, introverts and extroverts alike. Okay, but social anxiety is caring what other people think supersized. In social anxiety, you care what almost everybody thinks and you assume most people are thinking negatively about you and have the nagging sense you don't measure up. So a younger cousin to social anxiety is people-pleasing. And finally, difference number five, social anxiety thrives on perfectionism. Perfectionism is often a root of social anxiety. So you may believe that only a perfect social performance can stave off harsh criticism. You may think you'll be judged unless you come off as the paragon of effortless social banter, which instead just makes you clam up. The socially anxious among us rehearse our fast food order while waiting in line, or talk ourselves through that customer service call before we dial the number, which robs us of the chance to realize the fast food guy and the customer service person have probably heard it all, from drunken life stories to sketchy confessions and don't care if we stumble over our words. By contrast, with introversion, perfectionism isn't an issue. Why? Because there's no performance involved. So, luckily, social anxiety is really treatable. And for more on that, you can check out six ways to beat social anxiety from the archive. You'll find a link in the show notes, or you can just search online for Savvy Psychologist Social Anxiety. Now, if you learned something from today's episode, please let me know by liking on Facebook, subscribing to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud, or subscribing to the biweekly newsletter at quickanddirtytips.com slash newsletters. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Dr. Ellen Hendrickson. Next week on the podcast, we'll cover the science of stupidity. We'll talk about three reasons we all do stupid things, even when we know we'll regret it later. Transcripts for this and every other episode, as well as links to the studies I mentioned, are always available on quickanddirtytips.com slash savvy hyphen psychologist. And of course, the savvy psychologist is strictly for informational purposes and doesn't substitute for mental health care from a licensed professional. Thank you so much for listening. This show would be nothing without you, and I'll see you next week for a happier, healthier mind.
1: Are you tired of the constant battle with anxiety and panic? I've got a podcast that I think you'll love. It's called the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, where the host, Gina, gives you your weekly dose of tranquility and inspiration. Two new episodes drop weekly, packed with practical tips and lifestyle changes to help you calm that racing heart and bring peace back into your life. So if you're ready to bid farewell to sleepless nights and constant worry, tune into the Anxiety Coaches podcast and embark on a journey towards lasting calmness and a life free from anxiety's grip. Remember, it's not just a podcast, it's a lifeline. Join Gina on the Anxiety Coaches podcast and let her soothing words be the balm your nervous system needs. Listen in and start your path to healing today. TheAnxietyCoachesPodcast.com Because healing begins the first time you listen.